opinions represented in this podcast are of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. This is episode four of Roundtown Revolt. We're talking uh, Satanic Panic, uh, QAnon sense, uh, maybe some Kabbalics. I don't know. We'll see what all we get into. Uh, I'm Jules the Trickster. We've got Logan with us. And then Lady M. How are you guys doing? Not too bad. It's been a long week. Not too bad. It's been a long week. All right. Logan, you did a lot of research on this because you had to kind of catch up on the satanic panic stuff. Do you want to? You know, I was, I didn't, I, I knew only that like a whole bunch of moms didn't want their kids playing D and D in the seventies and eighties. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't, but I didn't kind of understand the full like breadth of the original satanic panic. They were yeah. pretty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like any weird F that was happening. Wasn't it like they were blaming it on satanic cults and stuff. Satanic cults were infiltrating everyone. They, this was actually kind of the original QAnon. Yeah. So, like, you know what kills me, though, is there is actually, we have absolutely no proof at all that any sort of ritualistic killing of a person. What kicked it off? Like, the, the actual, a lot of people like to talk about, like, the exorcist and shit. But I was like, no, nah, that movie came out in the 70s. Okay, that yeah. would have taken them, like, 15 years. That's actually based on a ghost story, too. Yeah. You know, I'm not actually original... sure what kicked it off. I researched it and found out the original kickoff was a book written by a Canadian psychologist called Michelle Remembers. Um, You can't see me, but I'm rolling my eyes. We had a we had a Dark Enlightenment episode that we did episode two, and Canada has one more chance to make this slide. But it sounds like between this guy and Jordan Peterson, their psychologists need to be stopped. They do, man. They're bad. They're dumb. (laughs) um and the idea was that she had a whole bunch of like repressed memories from her childhood where like i'm not 100 percent sure oh they were doing like a lot of you know hypnosis and stuff with repressed memories for like you know children in abusive situations, and they come to find out later that basically they were essentially coached to accuse. That's what that's what happened in the in the satanic panic is like they would get yeah. these kids and get them to say all this like wild shit. Exactly. And I was like, okay, repressed memory, whatever. Like, here's the yeah. thing: like, if you like the way memory works, a lot of people think that it is like a memory chip that you're like sliding into. It's not. Like and it's not like not remembering something is very very similar to. In fact, every time you recall something, it changes. Yeah, yes. uh, remembering is actually like it's the same functionally as like lying. You're recreating yeah. something to the best of your ability. Yeah, that's why um, when you know crimes happen, that's why the police you know want to question you right away. <clears throat> well, it's the freshest in your mind because the longer that you wait. Some you can forget things, and sometimes you'll add things without even realizing you're doing it. Yeah, or and you, and you can even be like um, a perfect example of this is um, of like Vietnam veterans. 
uh, will claim that like people were calling them like baby killers and spitting on them when that actually did not happen that much. It was just something that people put into movies. Like there's not a lot of actual like credible evidence that people were treating Vietnam vets as shitty as those very same vets would claim. Um, because there was a fucking draft on at the time. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like people yeah. are like, oh, man, it's it fu- it's fucked up that, this, that yeah, the my, government made you do all that. My grandpa was in the Vietnam War. He was a medic. He was a conscience, conscientious... Conscientious objector. Yeah. Um, and I think, I want to say he talked about it once, like that happening. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe one time, but I can't really recall... Very well. He's since passed. Um, mm-hmm. Well, and the only reason I bring it up is that might not be real, but Agent Orange is very real. Let me tell you. Yeah. There was a. Um, the only reason I bring it up is because we had like a Vietnam vet come to like our school once and talk yeah. about like how people were spitting on him when he came back, and I'm just like. And I started doing some research on it, and I was just like, "Oh, I'm not saying that guy was like a liar." Oh yeah. Um, well, you also have I'm to just, remember sometimes like, collective memory. Mm-hmm. You hear things enough times. You, the, you change the collective memory. Mm-hmm. It's yep. it's kind of crazy when you think about it. Mm-hmm. That can even happen. And it's a, uh, I mean, there's a there's a there's a lot to talk about when it comes to like the original Satanic Panic because like kids were talking about how they remembered their teachers levitating, oh and like. God. Any any like detective or like a journalist like as soon as they saw that should have been like oh okay this is bullshit <laughs> you they know what I mean that's, that's like what they told me about they the satanic like, panic is the fact that actual satanists which I've said this before actual satanists they don't worship Satan honestly the worst thing I could probably say about Satanism is if you really want to be an asshole about it you could say that it's just an elevated form of narcissism but oh, not. it really it kind of is I've it kind of that. is Honestly, kind of is because so, Satanism is more about you know you're almost worshiping yourself kind of if you think about it mm-hmm. like the whole idea not- is to do what were you saying I said we're not talking about we're not talking about Satanism we're talking about the satanic panic I know we need to talk more about like because it, it was one of our like before let's say satanic panic was a big conspiracy theory that everyone had right um and now i think QAnon is the big one like what what was what do you guys think was like in between i like maybe 9-11 trutherism i mean yeah that was definitely there there's been a lot of stuff out there there's like there's been a uh, lot of stuff. my favorite conspiracy theory i gotta tell you is when they try to say that the Masons, you know, are behind this and that, and they run the world and shit. And I'm like, let me tell you something, sweetheart. Most of these guys aren't even in charge of what time they take their own meds. A lot of the anti-Mason shit is sort of like <laughs> an echo of like back when anti-masonry was like QAnon level. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Cause like, well, you know, it sparked if, that, right? Well, I mean, if two thirds of your actually, no, I, I QAnon so, or the anti-masons, the anti-mason stuff was sparked because somebody was murdered and they believed that it was like, uh, somebody was 
killing like uh, another member or something. I believe I, I don't remember really? the exact. Yeah, because I and then, know that. And then uh, they basically thought like the guy got off scot free. So like there, there is a massive conspiracy about it. I believe. All right, if we really oh. want to get that way, there are a lot of people in this world who have got off scot free. I could name five oh, yeah. right now. <laughs> exactly. And honestly, like I think I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to like conspiracy theory, especially related to QAnon. So I like I didn't just do research on the original Satanic Panic. Yeah. Because because I started dipping my toes into like, okay, what is conspiracy? Oh How God, you'd have been there for years. Oh, I had to put a stop to it eventually, or I'd have, it had taken me forever. And I was yeah. hoping that we could not have a super long episode yeah, like, tonight. That is a rabbit hole that you'd never escape from, Logan. So what? we could actually what? have Beavers on again in the future for the anti-Masonic thing, because he said he's researched that. Oh. But, uh... Because he said so, it's the... Yeah. Have him on for that and John Brown. Let's do it. Ooh, that'd be really good. I'm, I, I need to start doing some John Brown research, because I'm excited for that. I love, I love right. learning about John Brown. But, Sorry, um, I detoured it there. No, it's perfectly okay. <laughs> like I've noticed that, like, like conspiracy. It's like, like cons- a conspiracy is just like more than two people committing a crime. You know what I mean? So, like, when we talk about conspiracy theory and like conspiracy theorists, it has been pathologized somewhat. I started looking into the history of that. So. The weird thing about how we think about conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists is, like, it it has sort of been pathologized. Like, it's mostly considered, uh, like, a right-wing thing um, to where you have a unique paranoid style usually seen amongst right-wingers. Um... There's definitely a left-wing element, too, because there's 9-11... Yeah. I'll admit, I was a 9-11 truther for a bit when I was Original, way back when. The <laughs> guy that sort of influenced how we think about conspiracy theorists is a fellow named um, Richard Hofstetter, and he was a historian in the 1960s, and he said that the vast majority of conspiracy theory can be boiled down to basic um, either anti-Jewish sentiment or anti-Masonic sentiment. And that's not really true. Conspiracy theory... Yeah, I was going to say... That can't quite be true. Oh, because it's not... Because there's left-wing conspiracies as well. Like, conspiracy theories. Um, I would compare, like, honestly, conspiracies to almost like to a sort of mass hysteria, sort of. Oh, and and modern... like, Like, the QAnon movement... It's they function more like cults, and you have to sort of like, like the more disconnected from reality you get, the more you kind of have to twist your brain to make these things that you think are <laughs> real into facts. You know, um, they hate your boy, probably, or dude, you know that, right? I went to the uh, Wikipedia page, and he says he was he was 1938, he became a member of the Communist Party. He's I am the Frankfurt Richard School. Hofstetter? Yeah. Okay, now see, that's kind of weird because he was what was called a, a conscientious... Objector. Um, no, 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 no. A consensus historian. 
So in the 1960s, they changed the way that they, they were teaching history specifically to distance themselves from Marxism and materialist analysis from history. So like there was a there was a concerted effort in American academia to eliminate class as a concept. It didn't and work. And, <laughs> and it, this ding dong thinks it didn't work. There was a like not in my family anyway. Fuck <laughs> them rich people. It's really, really hard to like fully like break those chains but it, it definitely worked in the way we teach history um because there was a sort of and, and you get this in conspiracy theory because he he basically wrote the modern popular perception of of a, a conspiracy theory um and like uh, a fellow named Michel Foucault also a few years later wrote about conspiracy theories and how they function and right. specifically how like governments counter those narratives. So like just to make it clear good, that dude's a pedo. Foucault? <laughs> yeah. Which one? Because since we're drawing the QAnon crowd, I have to be critical of it. He's a pedo, I'm pretty sure. Oof. Yeah. And he was a, I forget why. I don't know. Yeah, but I, some people are like, "Must we cancel Foucault?" These goddamn philosophers, man, they have too much time on their hands because they sit and go, "Should we fuck kids?" No, you shouldn't. Leave it at that. No, you really shouldn't. There's no question or discussion there. It's not hard. Gross. Oh boy. Yeah, I just I we have to bring that up. Why are so many Why are so many philosophers pedophile? That's just because they point just point. sitting. Should we do? No, it's that easy. <laughs> Don't even ask. No, God, there's damn. there's no debate here. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> a good example would be like the Kennedy assassination, and the idea that like the CIA, um, did well, it. So that's a big tie that binds the QAnon stuff is the JFK because they thought JFK Jr. was going to come back. And I'm going to give the QAnon people their material meat. No, I do not think that the CIA assassinated him. But if they didn't have anything to do with it, it's really, really weird that they spent that much effort having the media push the fact that they didn't. And so that's where we they get wanted them to think that. Why? Like if you, if you weren't involved, why would you care if you're the CIA point? Like that's the, that's the meat of it. Like that's the part that's weird. Like that's the thing. And the problem is, is like, Hey, the CIA is awful. Like we need to just get rid of it. Cause like they're just doing so much bad shit. The I think that's the one thing I agree with some Aren't people. Aren't JFK fought like uh, you know the files on that? Aren't those parts of them still sealed? Yeah, there's just tons of secret shit that we just let them do, and we just assume that they're doing everything in our best interests. And there's no like real that. oversight. Comfortable. Um, like that. Like the QAnon people. If you're listening, like that's the real deep state. Like that's they're not like out there. I mean, they're probably... Wait, there is a real deep state. Like, yeah, it's like, libertarians that aren't libertarians. 
like Thomas Massey, Matt Gates, Marjorie Taylor Green. I'm sorry, I'm name calling. It's just that like, reminds me. Libertarians are supposed to be the guys who just want everybody to mind their own fucking business, right? Pretty much, but there's like different. There's so many different forms of libertarianism. It's ridiculous. Like, and they I can't all fight against. I feel like it changes all the time. It does, and they all fight against each other. Like the, the big one right now is Mises Institute, and they're just complete bigots. Most of them that I know of. Ugh. Yeah. That's gross. The CIA foments color revolutions. The CIA purposefully murders and um, engages in agent provocateurism in uh, black leftist groups. Um, they engage in propaganda campaigns to keep the American people from knowing the truth about what's going on. Um, they run drugs to and from Mexico in order to arm terrorist groups. And we know for a fact that they were doing all of this stuff at least up until the 80s when all those papers got declassified. All of the people that were in charge of the CIA at those times are either still in charge or trained the current people in charge. And we're just supposed to assume that they're not doing that shit anymore. So that is the that is the that is the the thing that I will give crazy conspiracy people. Like that is true. Well, so the CIA also did Operation Mindfuck. And uh, tell me about clip. that one. So I know Operation about Paperclip. I don't know about Mindfuck. Mindfuck. I'm pretty sure Mindfuck was the one that got people on LSD and tried to. Uh, uh, was that like, the, during the around Vietnam or the Korean War thing? They were like drugging soldiers just to see what would. Trying to like do mind control. Oh god, that's so wrong. <laughs> Ouch! I don't. They, they no. were doing all of this stuff within limit living memory. And I we're know. We're just supposed to assume they're not doing it anymore. <laughs> like, um, <clears throat> it's you know what? Sorry, go ahead. Um, I I already lost it. Um, I did too. So <laughs> one of us is <laughs> something here. All right, so. <laughs> Uh, Operation Mindfuck. I'm pretty sure they like tried to put these people on LSD. I'm trying to find it mm-hmm. real quick, but it's not being there. <laughs> like I kind of learned about this stuff from Discordians. <laughs> huh? Get on your VPN first. <laughs> no, I'm good. Don't do it live. Yeah, no, don't do that live. Raw dog the internet. <laughs> Honestly, I've I've been watching a lot of true crime lately, and I might get a VPN just because like. Some of the things like that these people like would look up prior to committing a murder and stuff, like how to make chloroform. Casey Anthony, I'm talking to you. Um and stuff. I'm like, I kinda wanna look those things up just to see if that's literally on the internet, but I don't want to look those things up because I do not have a VPN. But they also they do also engage in mass propaganda. Like if you look at like uh Who's the old Grant? We've got to vote for Joe. He's like a corpse now, but he's fan- Chomsky. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. When you're like, talking about old people in power, there's a lot of those. So you lost he's not, him he's there. Not in power. He's like, he's a really, really old teen anarchist. I think he's an anarchist. He's a, yeah, really, he's really a libertarian old, socialist. So anarchist. Anarchist, like journalist. that sort of talked about like manufacturing consent mm-hmm. and how the U.S. was able to get people to basically like massively sign off on the war in Iraq, even though it was a really, it really, really stupid though. thing to do. 
and now um, we have a big issue with manufacturing dissent, which is like a bunch of people on the internet, like getting people to like rally and do shit. Like, let's yeah. fuck up supply chains and shit. We'll get to that later. <laughs> which, oh man, I'm really sad we jumped right into this, but we've got some like local. Maybe we'll tack on some local politics at the end. But like, conspiracy in itself. Like, is not a thing that doesn't, like, happen. I mean, dear God, like, Raytheon exists. You know what I mean? And, like, they try to make war happen so they can make more money. Like, that's not, like... That's not weird. Like, that's not, like... You know what I mean? Like, it's not anything that's outside the realm of possibility. You saw that uh, that article that was written... By, like Lockheed Martin basically to talk about like how Russia was, it was, uh, in it was ad, it's like paid for by ads yeah. just pop up they do it with Exxon too it's still shit yeah, just, but but you have a um like the, the, the left is like equally as guilty as sort of like can we just say the whole political sphere is guilty of that yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And it's it's they all like, want us to think a certain way. <laughs> it's to cover up their own shit. Yeah, everything the, tank goes its own direction there for sure. The conspiracy theory like impulse is just like it's basically just pattern recognition gone wrong. Yes. Like you know you notice something and it like it's the same reason why people hear ghost voices. In like EVP readings, it's the same reason why you see faces in tree bark. Like it's the same reason why, like you you sometimes like just see weird things when it's just chaos. Because our brains are naturally structured to look, look for pattern. For pattern. Our it's brain how we loves patterns. Yeah, it's how we and we get a sweet sweet. Like if anybody has ever played a puzzle game, you get a sweet sweet dopamine hit every time you feel like you've solved a puzzle. Um, and there have, there have been so studies. much for me. <laughs> <laughs> there, there have been studies uh, where people with elevated serotonin levels tend to are, are like easier to become conspiracy theorists just because they're getting like a bigger, like they're seeing those patterns and they're getting bigger hits. So what you're so, saying is being so chronically depressed is good for the brain at this point. So I can actually kind of talk about this. I kind of went down the rabbit hole in 2020 like a lot of other people did, but I did it to counter it. But I also like you get a massive dopamine hit and like it's really hard to wean yourself off of fucking social media and doom scrolling. Like I'm still bad about it. Like I know so many people like like I've seen so many parasocial this is how fucked up I am. You know so many like parasocial relationships on the internet. Like these motherfuckers talk and hate these motherfuckers and these ones have these guys blocked and these and it's like I just notice these and I just like I'm the silent bob of the internet, I feel like. Honestly, the pleasure for me is uh, to get on Facebook and watch other people's drama and bullshit. Mm-hmm. No, because but and I see, never get generates- involved. I never engage. But I'll that totally sit there and watch books. it unfold because it makes me feel better about my life. Because <laughs> I think that's what shit. people do. Like most people don't get involved, but most people are watching. And the thing is, is like attention is currency now. Like it really yeah, is. It is. Turn attention into money, especially in the modern economy. Like, look at us. We're trying to do the same thing here. Are we like, trying to make money on it though? Really? 
Uh, We're trying to get attention. Attention. I would like to do, like, we've talked about this before, but if we did, it'd be a non-profit and just have it set up like a co-op type thing, like true anarchist shit. There you go. Funny money into local causes and maybe a little... Fun Fabulous. mutual aids and shit like that. No back for the tree. <laughs> but yeah. this is mostly for fun. Um, the whole point of social media and stuff like that attention anyway, though. Yeah, it is. Somebody but, brought up like the debate bros are just fighting each other just for shit, like just fighting for sake. You sake know? Of it. That's why I. Uh, that's why the people's himbo want, wants to challenge them. Oh, feats of strength instead of debates. Logan. <laughs> you can't see Do me, but I'm shaking my say? head. No. Logan's going to get his ass kicked. Hassan, I challenge you to a push up contest. Hassan's going to be jazz. Oh, really. oh so are they going to be push ups on your knees? <laughs> I think that's the only way you'd have I'm a shot while uh, winning that. I am working out regularly, so I'm getting. Oh, are you? I've yeah. been doing yoga regularly, as you know, from my phone call to your wife the other night. Yeah. <laughs> I might need you guys to come take me to the doctor. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, look, I have Ehlers Danlos syndrome, so basically my entire body doesn't like to hold together with collagen very well. So this mm-hmm. bitch had me doing this yoga pose. I was standing up on one on my hand with my leg up on my side, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I can feel my vertebrae sliding. This is bad. Oh, this is really bad. <laughs> so I called Logan and Lindsay, and I'm like, oh, I did a bad yoga pose. And I think it might be stuck. <laughs> and Lindsay's like, oh my god, Logan, stuck. I'm like, bitch, I didn't say I was stuck. I said it might be stuck, and I'm too brave, not brave enough to move yet. I'm just like, does she need us to drive up there and, and pick her up off the ground? <laughs> you know what? At least I'm trying, okay? Hey, I'm, man, like, picking, picking women up off the ground is like half of what I do these days between my pregnant wife and karaoke at bars. Like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Women fall, and you gotta pick them up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've been doing free yoga videos. I mean, I'm proud of myself. It's just, I will not, I don't think I'm gonna try that move maybe ever again in my life, because that was a very scary situation. I was genuinely afraid. <laughs> Back to conspiracy things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the the left has an almost equally as reactionary view of conspiracy theories. And the perfect example of this is George Soros. So if you mention George Soros, you are going to get labeled a lunatic. You're going to get labeled an anti-Semitic conspiracy theorist. Um, It's because it's so overplayed, especially in like 2020, dude. It was pushed out and like, I actually have it. It was pushed out by Russia a lot. Like disinfo bots, which is weird, and like the fact that like like I'm not sure how this managed to happen. Like the idea that George Soros is funding leftist content creators, they think he's strange. Because here's the here's the real thing that George Soros is doing. George Soros has created an org that is like the number one uh, profit generated like. Like, they donate tons of money to color revolutions. 
which is specifically like like basically George Soros like if you are a leftist you should hate him because he like like he helps overthrow like leftist movements in the third world all the time Dude, they all do the because he's a billionaire. They just hate that everybody yeah. goes after him because he's the first fucking billionaire they think of because he's an anti-Semite and they like to say he's a Nazi. Like, it, it's out there. Thing. Like, there's reasons why. I really feel like they throw the word Nazi around way well, too lightly nowadays. Yeah, a lot of people do throw Nazi around too hard. Like, like I'm... I'm I'm a history major. I have studied World War II and Hitler's regime extensively, so it, it just irritates me quite a lot when they throw around, oh, so-and-so's a Nazi, and I'm like, you know, if you'd picked up your history book, you would realize why it's kind of almost offensive for you to be throwing that around. Yeah, you have to be, like, really calculated on calling out somebody who is one, you know what I mean? Like, you have to yeah. do your research. Like, there's a lot of people on the internet who are just like, oh, you're one, you're one. No, you have to do... Like research to make sure you know where it's around, especially when, like, say, uh, there are real, there are real, like, something that someone had said, they just throw that around. Well, that's Godwin's law, isn't it? Someone will always bring up Hitler eventually. Yeah, I think they bring his ass up too much, too. I got news for you people, and it's gonna really upset some of you. Hitler was, Hitler was definitely a top dog. But uh, some of his boys down below, I would say they were worse than he was. Dude, and the thing that blows my mind about that, like fucking Himmler, like that dude was a monster. Himmler Himmler actually made the decision for the Wannacy meeting. I think I hate Himmler more than I hate Hitler. We have app. Did you know that we technically we have no proof that Hitler had any idea about the constant. Christian kids, I'm not saying that he didn't. Come on, you'd have to be a fucking moron not I don't to. Know how prove that though. But you the thing that blows my mind is like, if you look at some of like Himmler's writings, like motherfucker, Crazy. like probably didn't even subscribe to the ideology. Like yeah. he was just like he was just like he was a fucking like yeah. Mark Fisher, but for the Nazis. Like he was a. Like he was a Nazi realist, where he's just like, no, like the Jews aren't actually inferior to us. So like, like, this is the way the but world it, it, is. It, it, yeah, <laughs> and it was like, what the fuck? Like, honestly, and then it's just Mengele. I will not call the man doctor. He does not deserve the title. I mean, if he went to school, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the first rule of the Hippocratic Oath is do no harm. Mm-hmm. Joseph I mean, Mengele was one sick motherfucker. Like he would befriend these children. Right before he injected them with God knows what. Like, bring them candy and they would call him Uncle Mangala. That's gross. Isn't it? Mm -hmm. But another, uh, like the lab leak theory. Like, people were blowing that up and saying that was like anti, was it anti-Sino is the word? Like, anti-Chinese. Like anti-Chinese sentiment, but then it turns out like there was actually like a lab in Wuhan, and there was like a leak, but probably didn't like cause the whole thing. But probably not, but it's probably not. An so this such a, it was it's seen as such a superbug. It had to have been engineered somehow, somewhere. Well, the thing is, is if it was engineered, like we would know that already. Yeah, like, honestly, I mean, though, so. I want to believe from the bottom of my heart that nobody did this on purpose. 
And it was like, so. like, they've been studying it, like, like it fucked everybody's economies. I, so, I, I, but if it was the engineered, you would think that people would get vaccinated, like, to prevent getting hit by a bioweapon. Like, one would think, like, you would want to do that. But All right, then again, the conspiracy brain goes, hey, the big pharma is doing this shit, here's so they the want money. I, I've got my vaccine. I didn't really want to, and here's why. I really don't. I, I would have eventually gotten it, like, in a couple of years, you know, after they got all the kinks out of it. Mm-hmm. The vaccine hasn't been around very long. We haven't, these studies, we don't know what the long-term effects necessarily are. And all that shit, and I'm not gonna lie to you, fast science scares the fuck out of me. Fast science is usually never a good thing. Usually. Look at, uh, opioids. When those first came out, oh my god, this is great! Here's some for you, and some for you, and some for you. Asbestos. Oh my god, this is great! Let's put it in everything! Like, the opioids were being pushed. I know. They were. So... Did you know, like, in the 40s, you could get, like, fake snow, and it was 100% asbestos? Oh. Yep. That's right. And, uh, I work at a university, and I'm not gonna say maybe, which one. Maybe, maybe, maybe a profit motive isn't, isn't And I'm gonna tell you a little secret. Anymore. There are two buildings on, there are multiple buildings that were built well before the 60s, but I'm gonna talk about two in particular, because the reason we keep them around... They are such a pain in the ass. It would be more expensive just with an abatement, which is what you have to do when you have asbestos in ceilings and around pipes and stuff. These buildings were built in in 1965. Construction was completed in 67. There's asbestos riddled all up in this shit. Here's the thing about asbestos, kids. If you leave it alone and you don't mess with it, you don't disturb it, you're safe. Which is why it'd be more expensive to tear these buildings down than it is to continue to keep them and maintain them. But there's asbestos in there. We do an abatement for them every year. So, just saying. Fast science is generally not good science. But that's just my opinion. No, that's definitely fair. Like, I know some people are vaccine hasn't it because of that reason or didn't get the vaccine like, and i'm not saying that i wouldn't have eventually gotten it i just kind of wanted to wait and, and, and i think that's the way the most people were okay. but i also Which know I like people reasonable. that got covid and then they're like oh i'm gonna get it now like go get the vaccine now you know what i mean which i, I had too. COVID before i had the vaccine so to be honest with you, the only reason I got the vaccine was because I was told by my university that if I got the vaccine, I wouldn't have to wear a mask all over campus. And as someone with asthma, and when it, it's hot here in Ohio, okay, it's hot in August, it's really hot, and I can't breathe. I've used my, I used my inhaler more times this year, this fucking mask, than I have ever before in my life. We still had to wear masks in the end, but I got it anyway because I was told at the beginning of the year, oh, if you get your vaccine, you don't have to wear your mask everywhere. And I'm like, oh my god, that's great. No more mask knee for me and no more puffing on my inhaler like in purple, basically. So I got it. And no more weekly testing. That was nice. Still didn't have to do that. So, um, 
quite a diatribe. <laughs> QAnon. So QAnon is our is our hot new our hot new conspiracy, and I think you you followed it a lot more closely than. So us I now. just kind of followed it because I kind of experienced it in. So I actually I'll go ahead and give a breakdown. I experienced it in spirituality groups on Facebook, like. So that's where you kind of had like that pastel QAnon, like people sharing the like memes and shit, like. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, like spirituality memes, like 5G ascension and shit like that. Five, I don't, 5D ascension, all that shit. Um, the ascension thing always kind of made me raise eyebrows at it, and I say that as a practicing witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's really <laughs> funny too, and the like star seeds and shit like that, which are real things, and it's like a like you know Native American culture that's big, but. These people always kind of fuck it up and they always shit. twist everything that they they take things from other people's cultures and then they turn them around and they twist them to suit their weird ideas. Yeah, and I don't and they, like that. It's just kind of wrong. That's appropriation compared to appreciation, and that's like a big thing. Exactly. That I I do like. I don't like, like you know, before we we talked about this, I, I was talking about style tattoos right now. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of standard though in America a bit. You know? Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not taking something from somebody else's culture and then bastardizing it to suit your needs. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you're not out there, like, running your mouth about it, though. But it's also, like, I'm pretty sure Japanese tattoo art's not, like, closed culture, which it's not, you know? Yeah. That's, like, closed <laughs> practice, I mean. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like, associated oh, with criminals so- over there. <laughs> All right, that's a comment for later. Let's not take Logan to Japan. <sighs> oh, shit. Uh, actually, no, it's cool. I'm just not allowed to go into the bathhouses. But <laughs> um, that is, you know what? You laugh, but have you ever been in a Japanese bathhouse? Like that is actually like that was a no, serious consideration. Logan has to wear rubber king suits in the Japanese bathhouses. That was a that was a serious consideration before I got the tattoos. I was like, man, I really want a tattoo, but I won't be allowed in the. Wait, are they not like know. tattoos at all? Oh, they're they're heavily. They were illegal for a long time. I'm pretty they're sure they they may be changing to that. I don't know for sure. It's a little bit different for foreigners now because, like, it's just like, oh, they're they're foreigners that they're not. It's, yeah, they're not yakuza. But, like, tattoos are heavily associated with, like, the gangs over there. Can we so, be like, honest? It wasn't very long ago that that's how it was here, too. You have to admit, tattoo culture here has come a long way in a very short period of time. Oh, and, it, like, the thing is, is, like, there were three types of people in America that got tattoos up until, like, maybe the 1980s. Like, criminals, yeah. and enlisted men, mm-hmm. and... Former, uh, I guess, you'd be soldiers, soldiers and sailors, basically. Yeah. Um, but generally but speaking, for the longest time, they were more associated with the criminals than the other two. Mm-hmm. Well, usually, like an enlisted man would get like like a tattoo somewhere like hideable. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad's were were all hideable. But there's always there's a long naval. There's a long naval tradition of tattoos, and it's got to do oh, with yeah. uh, one of our first, uh, con- like our country's first kerfuffles, as we were really, really pissed off 
at the British for oh, impressing yes, I've been receiving. Use the word kerfuffle in a while, and it made my heart really happy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and you don't out of business. We'll keep it off the podcast. But we've got like uh, we were really, really pissed off that the British were impressing all of our seamen. So like, you would have these protection papers. You gotta, you can't. You gotta stop impressing. Okay, seamen. It's really, it's a major concern. Um, they would have protection papers, so like where it's like this is an American sailor. Don't impress him. They were really, really easy to fake. So like British and like French, like sea captains would just be like, and like just impress them anyway. So like, what happened is the sailors like started getting tattoos, and then like on the paper it would be like, hey, this is Joe. Billy Jean King, American yeah, sailor. Yeah, you really worked on that one. Tattoo of a shark on the left breast, and that was way harder to disregard. So there's there's a long tradition of tattoos really smart. in the in the American uh, Navy for the same reason. And actually, um, slaves would get tattoos for very very similar reasons to where if they have their freedom papers matched with a tattoo it was way harder for some jackass to disregard your freedom papers if it mentioned a tattoo um i was getting a tattoo wednesday and just started research like my tattoo artist mentioned something about tattoos so i ended up on the wikipedia page for so do they talk about meat tag tattoos Mm -mm. So now what a lot of people do, my dad did this. Um, it's underneath, generally it's underneath your armpit. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll have your name, your SSN, your all that information. So on the off chance, this is what my dad told me. He got it like on the off chance that let's say his head got blown off or something. Or for some reason mm-hmm. they couldn't identify his body in the usual manner. He'd have that so they could bring him home. So, I mean, it's it's similar. I wonder if that evolved out of that. Could be. I mean, it's it seems to be a common thing whenever, like, identi- like if you need to, like, have a physical marker of identification, like, tattoo is the way to, yeah. the way to go. I, mean, I think they use tattoos a lot. I'm pretty sure they record people's tattoos, like, what tattoos you have in, in the pr- in prison databases, don't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll mark up uh, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, to get back to the QAnon stuff with the experience there. Um, so I, I was in that spiritual. Oh, we are bad about derailing. We are really bad about it. But it's that's kind of just natural. We let it flow. You know? I think it's what makes our our show better. I'm just saying yeah. it like, should. Like I feel like it more natural. Yeah. It's a like more fluent conversation. A QAnon guys. But, so like <laughs> I found that like people would gangstalk that shit though. It was like and it was always like super fundamentalist people that were like Donald Trump is the Messiah, like come back oh, and Jesus shit like that. Christ. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like he's you're putting him up there, like he's a golden calf, like, yeah, he does some good things, but like, yeah, he's a piece of shit too. Like he's still a politician. Yeah, so. I wouldn't want to have dinner with him, but he was. Yeah. Unfortunately, he was like the only option for the Republican Party this year, which was depressing in and of itself. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You guys haven't seen that picture of him standing in front of all that fast food. 
apparently not. Remember. I would remember. So not like all the McDonald's for the for the football players. Like, I mean, he was he looked that was dumb. He looked, he looked that's the only picture I've ever seen of him where he looks genuinely happy. <laughs> like <laughs> Like if you, no, seriously, like look up, like see if you can find like Donald Trump, like fast food, like White House, and there's just like a picture of him, like standing in front of like all this fast food, like Jesus at the Last Supper, just like, <laughs> and he look like he is like he's glowing, like he is so. Excited. You know that might have been the copious amounts of bronzer he puts on though. <laughs> <laughs> He just looks so. Oh my god! Say what you want about Donald Trump. I I really do like his wife. She's very well spoken, and we've all got some Teddy pictures floating out there in the ether. So everybody else who wants to come up with that shit, shut up. You know, uh, I don't think there's any dick pics of me floating around, but I'm a classic. I lady. said Teddy pics. I'm talking to the ladies. <laughs> Not any of those either. Oh my god! There's the picture. Oh my god! He does look like he's glowing. He's so happy. <laughs> he looks so happy. Oh my! Can we just talk about the fact that it just looks wrong in the uh, antique architecture of the room with Lincoln in the background above the mantle? This is our this is our real man that's going to bring real manhood back to the White House. No, our jazz having fancy boy from New York City. (laughs) We have the handsomest generals, folks. Oh my! I don't know how Melania puts up with him. I'll say that. I will say that. I don't know how Melania puts up with him. I mean, um, so kind of with Donald Trump, he pardoned uh, Michael Flynn, who was kind of like a big pusher of the QAnon shit, and he shows up at all these like reawaken America rallies and all. I'm pretty sure Donald Trump pardoned a lot of questionable people. He did a lot. Even like but Rob Bogovich's, like I think, even the guy like uh, the one Democratic dude from Illinois, uh, that was a corrupt politician. Obama pardoned some questionable people too, though. I mean, they all pardon questionable. They all people. That's do. what I argue, like too. Like they I honestly didn't. I think I I didn't know that Bill Clinton pardoned his brother or something like that. I don't remember what it was. Isn't that kind of nepotism. I'm pretty sure it was. I don't remember what that was. I don't was, think though. that one should have been allowed to stand then. There was something weird. I know somebody brought it up. As my dad always says, don't shit where you eat. Pretty much. Yeah, the president's brother was pardoned for drug charges. Yeah, that one shouldn't have been allowed to stand just because it's a familial connection. Yeah, that's kind of yikes. I didn't know about that's it, but just, I was young at the time, too. just blatant nepotism. Um, well, so kind of in that, too. QAnon's about, like, pedophile rings and shit like that. That's, like, what attacks. That was another thing that I, th- I felt like we should bring up, because it seems like at least every conspiracy theory within the last, like, 20 or 30 years, like, it is attached to, like, pedophilia somehow. You know, it's, really, we could, it's a really strange preoccupation. So, like, but I mean, you had, thing, or what, so you had like, right? you had 
Yeah, so you had Epstein in the past. Like, Epstein didn't kill himself and all that shit. And then you had... He was about to like out a whole bunch of people. Oh yeah, no, no, I agree. So, but it's like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an Epstein truther. Like, <laughs> I completely buy that one. Like, you think he killed himself? No, no, I think I okay. think I think he was murdered. To I I think he was up, too. Like, There's no fucking way he was about to like seriously spill the tea on a lot of people, a lot of people in power. No, uh, these motherfuckers don't turn on themselves. He fucking killed himself. But I still think Bill Clinton and all these motherfuckers should like. You think he never killed see himself? The yeah, probably. But I don't know. I don't know all the details. Dude, but it is uh, sketchy as fuck honest, with all the details like too. That will happily turn on their friends if it means saving their own ass. True, you can see that with Michael Cohen too. So you I mean, do see it in some people, but some people do not. If, if Epstein, like if Epstein. Hasn't killed him like killed himself. How come like Chapo hasn't? Like, do you know what I mean? Like it just like there's no like if 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 this and this could be similar to like the CIA like Kennedy thing to where it's like okay maybe he wasn't murdered, but the powers that be definitely might not have been all that interested in keeping him alive. Yeah. Like they would have a normal criminal. So like, I'll link to that one video from Chill Goblin that really explains like the QAnon shit. Cause he really goes into it and he like name drops like everybody that's what like, do you guys think episode. about the whole idea that maybe co- I, this is one I heard like a while ago. What do you guys think about the whole idea that possibly COVID was a distraction from the whole Epstein thing? Nah. I don't follow uh, that that's, one. That's too hard to, that's, that'd be too hard to engineer. I agree. Um, but there are now, a lot of people out there who really um, think that. The Eminem, the Eminem bullshit was definitely manufactured. That was definitely to distract us from the Eminem the bullshit. Story. Green Eminem. A few, a few weeks ago, like people were getting really, really pissed off at the Eminems getting woke. And I think that was all sort of like manufactured by the Mars company because at the same time some like legal cases were coming through uh tying them to child slavery and it was like well if we get everybody pissed off about like the green M&M not being sexy anymore maybe they won't look too deeply into the whole child slave thing that we're doing and, and I actually, think that is definitely honestly, everybody kind I of do. fell for it too for a bit. Uh, what kills me about that one is it's a fucking animated piece of candy. See, you're talking about that now instead of the child slavery thing. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it that was the whole topic. I never heard of the child slavery thing, which is funny because I'm usually I usually try to keep informed about those kinds of issues. Well, and it's one of those things to where, like, yeah, we do we do fucked up stuff in the third world all the time. Like, what do you yeah. want from me? Like, I want cheap candy, so we have to have slaves. And, like, I really wish that more people were, like, John Brown pissed about some of the terrible stuff that our country does or allows. And, yeah. like... Well, that's the whole, like, capitalism shit, dude. But you can't be talk shitting about capitalism. Oh, and okay, capitalism does have some of its perks. There's oh no no I do agree. So does imperialism. (laughs) You get my point though. There's flaws in every system. No, so I like to say, how do I like how do I phrase it? It kind of breaks off like a terrorist 
Terrence McKenna type thing. Where which it's like uh nothing really works unless we all like unless we want to want it to work. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I feel like our all right, I'm gonna derail here. Like I feel like our society just like wants a dystopia, like and crazy. Like you know what I mean? If you talk utopia, you're like you're not realist or anything. And if you but we're obsessed with dystopias because we constantly talk about 1984 and Brave New World. And it's like deep down. We know that we're at the end of whatever it is we're doing right now. And we have yet to move into like, because if you look at some of the old, like, like how hopeful people were. Yeah. I got a video. So there's an old, like Charlie (laughs) Chaplin. I love finding these old, like videos of like Charlie Chaplin films. Cause there's the one where it's like the greatest dictator, his speech in that amazing. Okay. Fun fact about Charlie Chaplin. There was a huge Charlie Chaplin fan, and I guess he reached out to him, and basically Charlie Chaplin told him to fuck off, and then he started making caricatures of him, making fun of him. Who? Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, who who reached out to him? Hitler reached out to Charlie oh, Chaplin. No. He was a huge fan of Charlie Chaplin. He had a fucking picture of him on his desk and everything, and Charlie Chaplin yeah. essentially told Hitler to fuck off and then started making fun of him. Thank Charlie God. Chaplin in the United States for a while too. Oh, I mean, if I saw his other video, I kind of know why. People who don't know who Charlie Chaplin is, a silent film comedian. Uh, the other clip of his I found last year was like anarchist kid debates. It's like some shitty title thing, like anarchist kid debates Charlie Chaplin. It's Charlie Chaplin's kid, like yelling at him, like you're reading Karl Marx, and he's like, I should be able to read Karl Marx. We should have open borders. We're not free. That's great. <laughs> but, um, the biggest thing, the biggest issue that I have with like the way our country operates right now is that like if you look at Great Britain and all of their like fucked up imperialism that they did, like we're doing all they've of the same. They've corrected a lot of that. Huh? They've corrected a lot of that. Yeah, they got rid of it. They did. <laughs> Which is good. And they even apologized mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. And the thing is, is like America is doing all of the same stuff. Unapologetic. Like the government <laughs> is. Yeah. We we've outsourced it all to corporations. Yeah. Like okay, like Walmart has burned down villages in China. Like there are so many like fucked up things that we just let corporations do. We shouldn't like. But well, that's like, because they sweep them under the rug and hope we don't look too close. Well, that and it also like, like I don't want to be too Malthusian here, but I I do think that there is a sorry, there's like a limit. You know what I mean? Like imperialism is like the highest stage of capitalism. So like, if you look at like all of the fucked up stuff that Britain was doing, they were doing it specifically because they were engaged in like mercantilism like it was through like the east empire company and like kicking off all these like trade it it was it was pure just greed yeah and you can actually still see major remnants of the why imperialism is bad today in india oh yeah yeah, and and you can see that in Africa. Yeah, you can see it in India. You can go that you can go south of the border, 
and and check it out right now. Like, yeah, I don't want to get shot, so I think I'll stay right here. No. And <laughs> like, if you look at like, um, is it the, like the the term "banana republic" comes from like the fucked up stuff that we would just sort of like not only allow but help goal do in like Latin and Central America. Like Yeah. It, Honestly, it, like, I think half of America's problems would be solved if we just kept our nose out of other people's business. Well, I mean the thing is is Manfreda does our business. And the thing is is like this is where like I truly have faith in normal people to where like if if you took your typical like hick and like showed them the fucked up stuff, they would not be pleased. That, like that Dole was doing, like that guy would just be like, "What do you need me to do?" Like you know what yeah. I mean? Like what should I do? Like I feel like I need to stop this. But like liberalism has like polluted our minds to where it's like, oh, if you just stop buying Dole, you personally. You individually, if you just stop doing the bad thing, everything will be okay. And it's like, no, 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 no. it's not going to work. If you want to stop Dole, you need to get about 900 to 9,000 people together. Fuck, like you, 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 there needs to be a mass movement. Yeah. Actually, like, like we have to fuck shit up. Like you, we can't buy our way into a better world. We have to get rid of that mentality. <laughs> and if I can, like, two of my goals for this you podcast. You tell your wife hey, that every time she nags at me when I buy Chick Fil A. Every time, every time, I'm like, you can't. You're not going to be able to buy your way into a better world. If if <laughs> you not buying it makes you feel better, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. But like, you as an individual are going to need They're to do some heinous shit yeah. <laughs> if you want to. If you actually want to like do full impact, um. But you can't um my two goals, especially for this podcast, if I if I can accomplish anything with it, like I would love for urban and rural working people to understand that they are really not that different from each other. Um that they are the only probably the only real allies that they have in this world. And that and to break the goddamn idea that like your personal consumer choices can somehow affect things. <laughs> like so it's just I like, kind of feel like a lot of things happening over the last years have kind of driven people to like libertarian party a bit. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of that's like right wing astroturfing somewhat too in a way, but it's also not I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a it's kind of just how like there's a pendulum that's I could talk. There's the pendulum like shifts both ways. Like it'll go right, left, you know? So like yeah. we kind of mentioned it earlier, like the left kind of went too far by calling everybody Nazis. Like Yeah. They overreacted with that shit and it gets ridiculous. But And it could just be it could just be a reaction to a lack of power. You know what I mean? Like it ultimately it is. It did kind of politics is about well i mean if you think about it dude the democrats and the republicans both cite a democratic socialist on like martin luther king jr day and then they say socialism doesn't work so like i say america is the one place where socialism could work but we never fucking try it because of 
like because we have enlightenment but, values that would make it like pop off ideally but i don't know i don't know and, and we do and oddly enough for such a radically freedom oriented well, country we so sure to, do hate the, to, the masses to kind of get back to QAnon, they kind of had a socialistic view like a lot of the people that were attracted to QAnon, some were on the left and then drifted right because of it like and they were that happened because of stuff like the Wayfair conspiracy theories and shit like that. The demon rats are trafficking pedophiles. Yeah, but I mean, it did. Do I think that Wayfair necessarily had a hand in it? Maybe, maybe not. However, like sex tra- human trafficking is a huge problem in every country and in this country, and a lot of people seem to think that it's like a third world problem. No, it's not. Did you know that Ohio is actually kind of a hub in certain cities? It is, but I think a big, so the big problem with QAnon and the human trafficking part of this thing is though, like, so while like, I think they thought the Democrats like, and people on the left are, don't want that or aren't against that. It's that, we kind of leave that shit to the authorities and leave it to people that are professionally trained in tracking that and like you tip them off. But like a lot of QAnoners would just flood the tip lines with it. And it, it ended up hurting people like from it's real fair. cases getting uh, detected. Yeah. And it, that's the reason why I admire Ashton Kutcher so much with his project Thorn. You heard of it? I have not. He's, um, he's, a basically, he's using new technology to, stop and hopefully try to rescue some of these people and they've they've managed to do it he does this this is a private thing that he's done on his own that's pretty cool it's really cool i highly recommend you check it out because it's very it's nice to see somebody with a shit ton of money actually putting that money into doing something good for other people which is rare very very rare it usually means that like something bad has to happen to that. Has to happen. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think it did. I think what happened was he became a father. You know, some people are just good eggs, and like the, you know, Kutcher, they have like a Kutcher might be just a good egg where they where they wake up. You know yeah. what I mean? Because and I recently had like some hope instilled in me because like you know I'm prone to my fits of Maoist doomerism. Yeah, where I'm know. like, okay, I've been to the bar like, with you enough times, Boo. The world, like, I I will never be able to, like, separate myself from, like, this imperial project. Like, I'm never actually going to be able to help. Like, the best, like, just all I can hope is that a revolution will happen and I'll be, I'll be killed quickly. Like, um, but then one of my buddies was like, hey, man, like, Castro was rich. Che Guevara was upper middle class. Like, fucking Vladimir Lenin was from a wealthy family. Like, you never know. Like, if, if you actually care about the world and you want to change it and you're doing things to the best of your ability to make it happen, then you're contributing to the project. Don't, like, don't hate yourself because you're not personally leading the revolution. <laughs> and if there are any other, like, fucking redneck-ass lefties out there, like, I guess that's what I'm going to throw out to you. Like... Hey. <laughs> well, so you okay, buddy. I hate to quote farm, but I like Leo Tolstoy a lot, like in his thinking. Uh, oh yeah, and he says everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Like that's kind of my philosophy: is change myself, and then self governance, and then like 
change myself, change the community, change, well, like, you know, get your an own onion house feel. in order first, bucko. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's um, a throwback. <laughs> You'll be able to do those soon. So, I don't know. The whole QAnon kind of felt like a psychological operation to me. Um, I tried to look it up some, and honestly, I, I couldn't take it seriously. No, it's just wild. It's, it's wild. Scary. All I could think was, what are y'all smoking? Because I would like some. It's um, basically a conspiracy <laughs> theory to end all conspiracy theory, and it's kind of like reactionary people at this point. Um, I think there's a video out there. I think it's pretty much just kind of become an anti-communist conspiracy theory, like Red Scare. It's like everything lumped together. Red Scare. Blood libels in it. It's all of it. We really, like, we honestly really need to talk about how, like, anti-communism, specifically within this country, is almost always just a smokescreen for white supremacy. It really is, dude. Like, who, boy. It's so aggravating. Where it's just like, you know, I'm going to meet my my anti-communist for battle. And, like, the number one insult that they throw to communists in this country is, like, race mixer. And it's like, come on, buddy. That's <laughs> wrong. That's Come cool. on. Like, I'm trying that to engage with That boggles my guy. mind that people actually still think that way in 2022. And then I have to remember that my mom is one of them. And then I'm just kind of ashamed. And grateful that I managed to escape that one without coming out of that one without thinking that way too. Um. Oh, there's there's literally like you can find like old like old like especially like in the South like old um like KKK propaganda where it's like this is the future commies want and it's like a black woman like a black man like a white woman kissing and there's like a star of David like oh, over them. Dude, just, that's actually in some of the wow. QAnon shit. Like. Mm-hmm. So I had a, it's kind of, QAnon is actually also anti-politics. I don't know if that, I, that's kind of a deep topic that I didn't prepare for. How but can like, you be anti-politics and yet run your mouth like that? Um, so on the left side of anti-politics is posadism. I don't know if you know what that is. I do not. All right. So Sorry. there's this dude named Posadas. I don't know the whole details of this, but he's like, Aliens and nuclear holocaust are gonna come like completely like destroy the earth, like and then all that's gonna be left are uh dolphins. And they're gonna be the supreme <laughs> supreme overlords of Earth oh, after That's that's a little out there. And uh, we have the that's well it's kinda there. like it's Maoist doomerism to the point where like you know you can't do that, so you result to hoping that the alien savior from outer space is gonna come save us all. Somehow I have a feeling any kind of alien that would come to this planet would take one look at it and be like, fuck that and turn around. Pretty much. Take me at my worst. Take me at my worst and just pump me full of like LSD (laughs) and like mushrooms. Guinness? We're going to do Operation Mindfuck to Logan and then try to get him to see aliens. For like a year. Like lock me up with a bunch of sci fi novels and drugs. (laughs) And like. (laughs) Like Posadism is what would come out the other end of that. <laughs> so my la- big problem with that. <laughs> so my whole pandemic experience. 
pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So also kind of tied to the, like this conspiracy, conspiracy theory shit and all that nonsense. Um, we brought up a, a there's a video that came out of Greg Locke, this crazy pastor's church. Like I know he doesn't represent all of Christianity, but he was in this like video like prepping like a uh, a bonfire, and he's like, "You can't break bread with Freemasons. You can't break bread with witches." And he's like, "We're gonna burn all these Harry Potter books and crystals in this big bonfire and tarot cards, all this shit." The nostalgia. Can I just say that all I can think is, yeah, I, you'd just watch. Them tarot cards wouldn't burn, I bet you. They're just salty enough they'd stick around to spite you. <laughs> Burning Harry Potter books. This is like... Ouch, yeah. This is like from my child. This is like this is some old-fashioned... You know what's funny, though? I had a friend when I was in elementary school. Um, she wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter. She wasn't allowed to watch Wizards of Waverly Place and anything that had to do with any kind of witchcraft of any sort. Wow. And I had friends, I had really? friends that were to watch. And if you think about it, that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's, I, I kind of get why, because it's in, it's flat out in the Bible that you're not supposed to do like witchcraft and anything like that. Like, that's the big no no. Well, then maybe Christianity shouldn't have stolen a whole bunch of pagan rituals and then warped them to suit their own needs. Isn't like the whole book of Psalms just a book of spells, technically? Yes. Yep. Uh, Catholics? Oh, I am not fun to go to a Catholic service of anything. So one of my friend's grandmother's funerals, I went because it was a very good friend of mine. And uh, so we're sitting there. I'm sitting next to my mom and the and the whatever they priest um chaplain whatever. He's going down, swinging his little incense thing. I lean over to my mom and I go, "Did you know that's a pagan thing that they stole?" And she goes. Okay, you know what? You you assholes can't have the whole like, oh, only pagans like things that smell nice. Yeah. Okay, I'm not giving you that one. <laughs> not giving you that one. No, and I'm not saying it. I'm just saying that so many of these rituals like that you see in Catholicism especially, they took from paganism. And the reason they did it is because it's a lot easier to get people to conform to what you want when you don't take yeah, everything they know away from them. Yeah, it's like syncretism. It was like the standard operating procedure for the Catholic Church. Yeah, except if you got caught doing anything outside of it, you can kiss your life goodbye. Yep. No, Isn't and that that's why the Catholic Church hates masonry because it's syncretic and doesn't like actually like beat the shit out of people for Probably. not falling. Probably, and not only that, but it doesn't follow them blindly. That too. I think. Like, and I think that's some, another reason why we might be seeing a resurgence of satanic panic kind of in the modern world is the Catholic Church for, like, what, several hundred years has wielded a lot of power behind the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church does not wield. And it's not as powerful. It does anymore. wield a lot of power, dude. I'm telling you that right now. It, it wields does. a shit ton of, it not does. So much I'm, nowadays. Ask a fucking Italian, dude. My brother's an Italian. They all Italians fucking get the fuck out of there because they're all fucking fascists. American, yeah. American Catholics are just Protestants. They are they're just fancy Protestants. I can like, with that. However, here's the thing: we're talking Catholic, in Europe, though. And if today, you get an American I think what Catholic scares the fuck out of the Catholic, Catholic Church today 
they're not as powerful anymore. Their power is waning. Mm-hmm. Their power is waning. They are not as powerful as they used to be. They used to dictate just about everything. I mean, oh, seriously, I they changed parts of the Bible to s- control a population. But that's just because most of that population couldn't fucking read in the first place, so. I think, um, biggest issue that I tend to have with religion Especially like organized religion are are like the only ones that tend to get big are ones that serve like state projects. So like if you look at like Christianity is like a prime example. Like Rome absolutely hated Christianity until they saw the potential for using yep. it to placate the populace. Yep. And then they sort of sucked revolutionary like Potential out of it and like turned it into a state religion and then like and then they know, had a meeting amongst our populace yeah and then they had a meeting to decide basically what is and is not Christianity because they had so many conflicting ideas that it was threatening their power. That's the Council of Nicaea, right? Yes, that's right. That's where that that is where they officially decided that Jesus was God. Yeah, that's that was one of the things when I was a kid and they were still stuffing Christianity down my throat that I always had a problem with because I just wanted to look at them and say, okay, look, he can't be the son of God and God at the same time, kids. Hey, I'm fine with that. Like, the the thing that really bugs me is, like, how suppressive Christian institutions tend to be of their own history. To where it's oh, just yeah. like, look, man, if this stuff is actually valuable and this stuff is actually not bullshit... Like, you would be willing to teach the history. Yeah. Because, like, even after I learned the history, I, I hung on to my Christian faith. Like, knowing yeah. the fact is not what made me give it up. Like, the behavior of people in the church yeah. is what made me give it up. Exactly. <laughs> like, well, and here's like, the other thing. Every monoth- every religion has a bloody history. There's something bloody in every religion. You will find it if you look hard enough. But the thing is, I think I would have more respect for the Christian faith if they would acknowledge that in themselves. I mean, do you know how many wars have been fought in ancient times over Christianity? The Crusades, for goodness sake. Seriously, how many people have died in the name of God? Yeah. Not the Quakers. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the only true Christian faith that ever exists in America. The Quakers. I mean, I back in the day I wanted to be a Quaker so bad. But then you found oh, out that she wants a powdered wig and the oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, the so Quakers fun bored. fact, I, I actually it. did dress up as Benjamin Franklin like when I was in third grade or something. And That's I, adorable. I one of my classmates is his great great grandson. Really? In in high school, yeah. Yep. Awesome. His great great grandson. You know what's funny? He actually kind of looked like him a little bit. Huh. He had the last name Franklin and everything too. That was interesting. And he also used to like call me names, and turns out like I got a message from him like years later. He goes, "I'm sorry for being mean to you. The truth is, I had a giant crush on you, and I just didn't know how to handle him." Like. In front of me probably wasn't the way to go. Probably not. Works yeah. for most girls. Didn't work for me. Um, 
on this work. <laughs> Do you have anything else to throw in about QAnon? I don't know, man. It's a pretty much not bad thing. Like, it's crazy. Oh, my big yeah. thing about conspiracy theory, especially like right wing conspiracy theory, is that I do believe that, like I said, it's it's pattern recognition misfiring. I do think that there is probably like a nugget. Of well, life. that's always how it works. There's that's a nugget of truth it in it. Like, I think, yeah, it's I think it's not it's anything amazing. like that. There's always a nugget of truth. The question is, how big is the nugget? Yeah, yeah. Well, that and the thing is, is what do you do with the nugget? Because I have the yeah. like, you know what I mean. You have this thing, like you know, if you notice that there is a problem, conspiracy theory tends to come from the fact that you've seen this problem, but you also have like a faulty, faulty set of beliefs that aren't like you haven't critically looked at. I would also argue true. that in addition to that, you also give it to other people, and then they add on to it. So it's like, how do we make this, like, how do we make this thing that I'm noticing make sense based off of what my preconceived notions also are? And that's why, like, that's why the logic of it gets so fucking weird and twisted. Well, so, I actually know a few QAnon creators on Twitch. I don't know them, like, go in their streams and watch them. I just know of them. And, like, one of them was like, fuck Karl Rove. He's a fucking piece of shit. Republican, and I'm like, hey, I agree with you there. You know what I mean? Like, we agree. Oh, the only thing that kills me is when people do things like that. Oh, so and so is a piece of shit. Okay, but can you tell me why you think he's a piece of shit? No, and they usually can't. Like, exactly. Orange man bad, me. but like, I can't tell you why. I don't. <laughs> I don't like Donald Trump. Here's why: he runs his mouth and he just pulls shit out of his ass. In addition to lots of other things, like being kind of a sexist pig. See, I, I gave you a reason, and that's what kills me. Don't like that his tax policy fucked us over. Yeah, you can't call some. Uh, that's what irritates me with them so much, though. Is like, all right, you think they're shitty? Why? You have to have a reason. You can't just follow the masses. Too many people do that, though. It's too easy to do that. It's e- because it's easy. That's why. Because it's easy. They don't and have to I put think, in work. They don't have to use their brain. They don't have to think for themselves. Yep. It's true. Logan's doing. I was going to say, Logan, really? Shit. Play with my eyebrows. <laughs> well, I can't do that. I can only lift the one by itself. Full Simbo. <laughs> have you. All right, I'm going to derail for a second. Have you seen the. Dentist slash orthodontist who does the weird eyebrow shit and sings. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to send you that meme. To check that out later. It's funny. Uh, That's what we were talking about. I think I wanted to open this episode by you telling your holy water story. <laughs> Did you? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I was sitting. I was sitting outside in the uni- at my university reading a novel minding my own business it was a really good book so you can imagine i was quite pissed when i was getting to a good bit and these two mormons dressed very conservatively walk up to me and interrupt me and then they go they start asking me questions they noticed i was wearing like some amulets and stuff and they asked me if i wanted to talk about their religion and i of course said not really i respect i mean not really. I'm a practicing pagan. So, yeah. And then the one got kind of uppity. Like, really upset. I'm like, whoa, you walked up to me. 
seriously. And then she starts talking about how I'm going to hell. And I said, that's fine. Lots of fun people are in hell. It sounds way more fun than whatever heaven you think you're going to. And then she pulls out this thing of water from her purse and like opens it up and throws it at me. And I'm like, bitch, if you get water on my Italian leather shoes, oh, you're going to die. Okay. I will do some. I will take air from your head. I don't give a fuck. And I will do some really horrible shit to you without being you being present. And then the but the other one that was with her, she finally walked off in a huff. And the other one looked rather embarrassed. And she should have been because the whole thing was embarrassing. I mean, she made a scene. It was horrible. The other one actually sat down and we we talked. We actually had a really good conversation um, about my beliefs and her beliefs and how they're different. And she's like, so do you, do you want, want a card or anything? And I'm like, look, honey, you have your beliefs. I have my beliefs. I'm not going to change your mind and you're not going to change my mind. So keep your card, go give it to somebody who might actually use it because I'm not going to. And then she went off to find her friend. That was that. But yeah, the one, I have a feeling that one was just the one that threw water at me. I'm pretty sure she was brainwashed or something. She had to have been like fundamentalist. She had to have been. That's that fundamentalist type shit. Yeah. And then like she got real heated. Jesus is the one true God. And I'm like, to you. See, I hate that shit. I really hate that shit. Because like my. I think I mentioned it last podcast. Like I consider myself Christian now, I guess like I had a hard time, like re re like accepting that, I guess. But it's like, I feel like it's disrespectful to like claim another religion and like absolutely know nothing about it. Yeah. So honestly, I'm a pagan and I will tell you something. I don't know everything about paganism. I don't, I am learning every single day. I mean, I think it's fine to learn too. It's fine to learn, but I think just for like, sake of ease it's like it's easier to classify myself as a christian but it's like i feel like there's a big issue with like christian self-persecuting and you can see it right now but yeah also well, break like, off into these sex yeah sex, different sex and i think honestly that was part of why rome had that meeting in the first place because there was a lot of them and they started doing this yeah yeah they look like different heresies and shit like that so they like had to eliminate out different yeah. things and, and I think I that's why they do reconstructions me- too yeah, I guess what kills me about like fundamentalists. Okay, look, we live in a, I'm doing air quotes, free country. We're not the only free country. We live in a free country. One of those foundations that we have is the freedom of religion. Why is it, why does it bother you so much? Not everybody thinks and believes the same way that you do. How is it affecting you? How is it hurting you? Why is it something that bothers you so much? You know, I think they're afraid that it's going to become like a godless country though, in some way. But um, I, in my interface studies, like I think my faith in Christianity has been emboldened by talking to other people of other religions, like seeing that there are similarities and like understanding what their gods mean. And that's just it. I think what a lot of people fail to understand is we have a lot more in common than we have different. Oh, yeah. Like, we really do. And that's what kills me. Like, everybody wants to focus on what's different. Why don't we focus on what's the same? Mm -hmm. Like, why? Why? 
it just it, it blows my mind. And then I also want to question those people. Like, do you not have a job? Do you have too much time on your hands? Because I think you have too much time on your hands. They probably do. Probably. And one of the conversations I actually have with my mom to go back when you said that they're afraid of it being godless is my mom, when I told her I was a pagan, and this is really funny because I love my mom. I do. But uh, she's a lapsed Christian, okay? She will tell you she's a Christian and she will jump on the on her soapbox when it suits her needs, but she doesn't really go to church. She says, she, I don't know that she prays or not. If she does, she does it in private, but she's not like, I don't think that woman's ever read a single book in the Bible. Point being, when I told her I was pagan, she goes, I can't believe you don't believe in God. I said, Mom, I do believe in gods. It's not like I don't believe in a higher power, and it's not that I don't believe in an afterlife. I do believe in a higher power. I do believe in an afterlife. I do have a moral code, but I don't need a religion to have that moral and ethical code. I think I think Christianity as it exists right now in America has completely suborned itself to capitalism. So, Probably. like the a- the aspects of Christianity, that, it's consumerism, like, and yeah. That, that, Honestly, that when I talk to people who aren't from here, like foreign Christians, they're yeah. very different from American Christians. Man, they are. UK they are Christians so are like fuck purity culture. Like bang that's when you're I young. Like, that's why I kind of like like I'll give a little bit of like I give a little bit of leeway to like Catholics to where it's like okay, at least you like. You still go there every week and you like lock yourself in a box and feel bad Ooh. for like a half an hour. Like there's still an there's still an that's expectation. That's one of the things about Catholicism that's always weirded me out. I don't want to spill my fun, dirty secrets to you. Like, I don't want to spill my dirty secrets to myself. I when I look at that, like I see religion functioning as a religion, where it's like this is something like you're being asked to do something here. Like when I look at um evangelical Protestantism, it's it's all like it's just like Matt said, it's just consumerism to where like do whatever you want, it's okay because this is a blessed country and if you if you have actually happened to do anything bad, just say you're sorry and God will let it slide. Like as yeah, long as you do that one mentality. thing, you can do yeah, it like it I I'm livid with it. Like I'm like that mentality because it just it almost say it almost gives you like a free pass to do and behave and act however the fuck you want. If that's the way you're gonna fucking be, at least have the dignity to worship like Dionysus or something. Like, well, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so bringing up, there's actually a like, like nice little tie-in right there. Um, I watched a documentary over the last weekend from Johnny Royal on on Masonry, and it was on uh, Amazon Prime. And it's like 33 and beyond. And it basically covers like all the different degrees and stuff. But they bring up like the, I think it's Rosie Cry. And they mention like how it ties into, um, they use the story, like a story of Jesus to like teach a lesson there. But they use it more of as an archetypical and not like the dying of your, yeah. for your sins. Um, That's actually one of the things I've actually had one of my, I have a, another Christian friend who's always trying to convert me. Bless his heart. Um, And if if that, like, if he legitimately believes that hell is real, and if if that is a place that you're going to go if he doesn't convert you, then, like, if he's not a shitbag, he's going to spend a lot of time trying to convert people. Yeah, I I have to disagree with that. 
But anyway, um, I, I'm going to tell you what I tell him. Mind your own afterlife. That's a pretty um, good one. <laughs> mind your own soul. Uh, anyway, back to what I was saying. But I was telling him, you know, about Eastern Star and stuff like that. And I, I showed him my, you know, the parts of my ritual that I'm allowed to show. I didn't show him secret work. I just showed him my ritual. Mm. Um, and he's like, you know, these are all in the Bible. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, how can you participate in this and be a pagan? I'm like, really simple. I've read the Bible. And there's some good stuff in there. There's some stuff in there that I don't agree with. But you know what? It's like any other like myth. There's a story there. There's a lesson that's trying to be conveyed. It doesn't mean that just my being a pagan doesn't mean that I can't see the value in some of those stories. And the lesson that they're trying to teach. Like, I can appreciate them. I can, I can do that. I don't think you need to be a Christian to see value in those. It's like reading the Greek myths. At one point, that was a religion. To some people, it still is a religion. So if you could compare those myths to, like, books in the Bible, there is a lesson there to be learned out of that story. That's why it's there. Yeah, I agree 100% there with you. I've got a, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like we could have gone a little bit more in depth at the QAnon, but it was mostly just like, well, we kept making... derailing when we went into QAnon. Too. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to have to grasp anything in QAnon because it? it's so big. Well, it became a conspiracy theory to like cover all conspiracy theories like that's kind of the goal it gang stalked other ones is what happened but yeah. so i actually belong to a group that like tracked it and shit in like a discord but that thing ate itself like all movements inevitably eat themselves like QAnon has turned in on itself a little bit but <clears throat> i wanted a really big point that i wanted to bring up with QAnon is that they started pushing local politics. And that's something you mentioned in like, I think the first episode, Logan is like, people need to get active in local politics more like in some way, shape or form. And well, and like people, when people think politics, they literally only think presidential election. And it's literally the thing that you have the least amount of power over, especially if you're in a heavily, like if you are, if you are in a solid blue state, solid red state your your vote for president might as well not matter um your vote you know your vote for school board elector your vote for like county prosecutor your vote for local like um ordinances like that shit is going to have an immediate impact on your life and actually fucking matters and is less influenced by team sports because like our our county I live in right now, like, is the most, like, like, chuddified right-wing Trump county that you have ever seen. Like, they hate them some commies. They hate socialism. But we fucking, we vote in every single income tax that goes to education and building roads. That, like, that always gets approved. Like... Well, so, like, locally, it's the same thing in here in Pickway County, but I think it's funny because they turn around and still call the Republican dude a commie and a leftist. I'm like, you literally can't, I hate dude. Texas. And they vote, like, of course I'm going to pay for my kid's school. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It's so like weird. Oh, so Logan, another thing you said too earlier, uh, you mentioned how like the Dems do it too with George Soros with conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Even bigger is the aw kitty. Is the how they see like Nazi symbols and fucking everything like that CPAC stage? Like I tried to defend that one. Like I still mm-hmm. I, I drew it out like I could see it if it was this because they saw that like a, a rune on the CPAC stage. I don't know if you remember that. It was a couple years ago, but like they all flipped out about it. And it's, I don't know, man. It's nuts. People are just crazy. Like, and like everything, like everything is automatically like Nazi astroturf. Like the weird, the weird trucker thing that's going on right now is like. But I do see where it is because fucking can like Jordan Peterson and all those cocksuckers started saying like, here's GoFundMe. They shut down the GoFundMe and they're trying to oppress you. So go get this. Communist Trudeau is going to like come on man he's a liberal he's not even a fucking communist yeah. I need mean, um like the reason why like they're not cracking down on the truckers is because none of those guys are actually quitting and none of those guys are actually stopping anything they're just sort of like swinging by a place to protest on their routes and it's just like okay well like I mean, if we want to fuck some shit up, you guys, like, just need to take those trucks and then just, like, you know what I mean? Just hard right turn and just start giving away shit. Like, that's a protest, baby. That's how you fuck shit up. No, no. Because a big thing, like, a big thing in this country, like, for workers to actually realize they have power, like, they need to actually, like, recognize where their pressure points are. Like I disagree, dude. I think people just need to start talking to fucking each other and listen to each other, actually. Like, because every... I think Lady M said it best earlier. Like, That's we all kind of have the same here. thing that we want. Everything, like, in the end, like, we all have, like, some form of... I don't remember the exact terminology. It's getting late and dumb. It's good for building solidarity. The thing is, is like the lizards aren't going to willingly give us what we need. Honestly, you know what the first thing that we need to in a workplace people need to talk about to get some power? How much is being paid? Oh, that's actually, I've heard about that. People started talking about that and then like it forces the company to equalize. They always tell you, don't tell other people your wages. Don't tell other people your wages. Exactly. Exactly. I've never been told, I've never been told that in my current position ever. But uh, when I worked for JB Robinson's, we weren't allowed to talk how much we were being paid at all. And if you think about that, that's so shitty. Why can't we talk about that? I mean, that's honestly the first step if you want to make change as far as like a business thing type goes, as far as a workplace dynamic. That's part of the reason. And they tell a lot of the HR people that, and they have those like HR courses that they always say are like, I love it when the right wingers are like, those are Marxist HR courses. They're making me learn. (laughs) It's like, no, no. There are no, there are no give, you want to give employees power? Start talking together about how much each of you are making. Exactly. And then, like, and then the unionization stuff. And then but. do something about it. No, and that's a thing that, like, when I talked about how I was a, um, 
I was like a lower class. I was sort of slotted into the lower class striver position. My first first episode here. Oh, they like, successfully I'm, got rid of class distinctions. I'm making less money uh, than my dad did, who basically qual like he would be considered a like blue collar worker. He's union. Yeah, unions tend to do make more money. Yeah. <clears throat> So if you're um, if you if you feel like you're getting fucked, random listener, I need you to get on Google. I need you to do how to start <laughs> union. Just, yeah. just do what the just do what the right Amazon work. boys They got great. They make good money. They got great benefits. Why? Because of the union that they belong to. Yeah. Our 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 power is is in each other, and it will always be. Don't let the lizards lie to you. Why are we calling them lizards? Because it's a generic term for like the elites, like the people no, in charge. That's so also another that thing that gets lumped in with anti-Semite. Am I mistaken? Hmm. I thought what? the term was "fat cat." Is that a, is that term outdated now? Apparently, cat, Logan wants to start cat. saying like the lizard people and fit in with the other anti-Semitic motherfuckers that are QAnoners. How the hell is that anti-Semitic? It is, okay, dude. So it's literally like, fucking Jewish bankers, man. That's literally the same thing. The greedy that's Jews the come to fucking. Where, it's literally you know, the same thing. Really familiar. Again. That is where, third that is Yeah, that's like the actual no, dude. No, because like I think fuck the Look, bankers. The banks suck. The banks suck. But fucking reptilian conspiracy theory shit is anti-Semitic. I'm not lying. It is. I'm not hearing it. <laughs> I have to agree with Matt you. on this one. Sorry, bud. You you all have been liberal po- mind poisoned, dude. My <laughs> buddy, that's an anti-fascist. Just fine without becoming a liberal. Um, <laughs> no, that is that is actually like one of the like lefty things that really annoys me because like like I can be like, oh fuck the bankers. Yeah, dude. Someone, here. someone will come up to me and be like, that's anti-Semitic. That's school that's you. Like, what is wrong with you? Dude, <laughs> so we forget about it, but there's that Nashville bomber, dude. Well, so the dude, there's the proud boy that cut his brother in half because he thought he was a reptilian. Like, I swear to God. He, yeah. Oh I, God. yeah. Was he on drugs or just? Oh, you know, it, dude, motherfucker was probably on something. You gotta be. Like, yeah. half these motherfuckers are stoners, all right? Like, just, I'm being honest. Hey, like, all right, you know what? I've never seen anybody on pot do anything completely nuts like that. No, no, like, I'm talking, like, these motherfuckers are doing, like, hash oils and shit like that. Shit I've never even, like, heard of. Yeah. This is, like, like this, this is motherfucker. <laughs> like, these people are actually, like, willing enough to go out there and call themselves shaman and shit. And I'm like, no. I'll never yeah. do that. This, yeah. this, is, this is like on the level of back when I was tweeting snake emojis at Elizabeth Warren. Everybody was telling me that that was sexist. It was just like, fuck it, off. I don't understand why is that sexist, and perhaps I'm just missing it. It's a Bernie, it's a Bernie bro joke. I didn't even have Twitter back then. I just thought it was funny. I was say, Logan, I thought you were a bit old <sighs> for Twitter. I, I actually have. I've started. A he he started. I, I have one him too, but I don't know that I want to connect mine with this. <laughs> That's probably a good move. <laughs> I don't. Um, I'm sorry. Like I want to share my views, but I don't want people like stalking or hating like 
coming after me. No, I get it. Like that's my thing. I'm like terrified of is like crazy idiots on the internet like bombing yeah. my and notifications. That, that's why I remain anonymous. That's why I try to, but I find like people don't like. I'm scared shitless that somebody won't let you. It's hard to find people with a face. Me, I just put Alice Roosevelt on my screen and we're good to go. There you go. <laughs> um, anything else anyone wants to talk about before we I wrap have, it up? I have stopped. Uh, do we want to talk about Dave Chappelle? Uh, I don't know a whole lot about it. I don't like, either. I can give the I can give the local news story and we can just give our little little two cents on it and we can. All right, can if roll. you want to go ahead and do that, yeah. All right. So recently in um, Yellow Springs. There was a push for like a new housing development. And I think specifically like a portion of it was like sectioned off to be considered like affordable housing. Now this stuff was firmly middle class. Um but where the uh the plan originally fell through, the development has defaulted back to like its original plan to where instead of like a mix of different types of houses coupled with like some community park land, um, it's basically just going to be a bunch of like $300,000 houses. Um, That's not affordable. No. So I want to, it had affordable houses mixed into it. That's, I heard that, but there is other things out there that it did have affordable mixed in. It was, but he opposed the whole thing as a total. Rather than a broad swath of different types of houses. How do you mix that in together? I don't understand. I don't like, and this talks about like how we do zoning. This shit is so far over my head. I have no idea. Like, I don't know why like a town itself can't just fucking contract a house like a person would and then just sell those houses and then just pocket the profit from that. Like, I don't know why a town can't just do that. Um, I mean, I'm sure it's ripe for abuse, but it's just like, like the way we're doing things now is just as fucked up and corrupt, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the the mixed housing plan, uh, Dave Chappelle, who lives in, you know, yellow, notable, notable turf, Dave Chappelle. Um, can you... First like, of all, can we just say what does the turf even mean? Trans exclusionary uh, radical feminist. Yeah. It's just like it's just like if you're if you're a feminist and a trans bigot or turf. Like um, it's basically like um male to females are like discounted. Basically. Okay. And anyway, I actually I, have some male to female friends that they get treated like shit, so Yeah. Um it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the. We should talk about feminism in a, on an episode one day. We should. We can we can go at it from all kinds of angles. We can get your wife um, in on it. That really heat things up. Oh, that that shudder. Oh. That shudder. <laughs> <laughs> that um, shudder in my head grabbed you. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Like maybe we should wait till she's closer to going into labor, so just in case she gets mm-hmm. too heated. Water boys, I gotta go. <laughs> like, like, um, That's why I'm saying we should wait till she's closer, so she doesn't like, like going to breach our labor. She gets so fired up. <laughs> if Chappelle basically threatened to remove all of his investments 
from the town if the mixed housing zoning plan went through. That's kind of shitty. Um, I do not. It does feel kind of shitty. He has not given an official reason why he wanted to do this. Um, I think we all know the reason why. But I do. I do feel like. It's it's NIMBY. Like, you know what I mean? Not in my backyard. Like, everybody wants to, like, house homeless people, but no one wants the homeless people to be housed near them. Yep. And I do think that this is probably one of the things that makes me unique, especially amongst, like, more left-leaning people, because I'm like, no, I want that. If it's in my, if it's in my backyard, I guess it's in my backyard. We're I'm, YIMBYs. Yes, in my backyards. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm a YIMBY. Like, I'm like, look, I'll, like, I'm sure that it would be inconvenient in some ways but like my and there's some like, like really cool ass ways to do it too like i've seen it on like uh local news stations where that actually like have good news where people like will have like will build like i don't know how you call it like little like cubicle rooms and stuff to like ha- ha- get people to get back on their feet with you know no and a lot of uh, a lot of um a lot of non ohio based lefties have been like, honestly, I would never vote for a housing development anyway. They're always bad. And it's just like, okay, this went from a mixed income housing development with public land to now just upper class housing. So, like, eat my farts. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? And, like, and second off, this is Dave Chappelle treating, like, Yellow Springs like it's his own personal fiefdom. Eat my farts. Like, I don't, maybe he has, like, maybe he has good reasons for opposing this. Like, maybe he, like, only, like, he's just, like, hoping to, like, no, 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 I want only projects in Yellow Springs. But the thing that people don't know about, like, Dave Chappelle is that he's basically always been middle class. Like, just when he started his comedian career, he just Okay, that's what I thought we were talking about, sorry. Like, like he just pretended like he was hood, like, and it worked. Like, you know what I mean? But he also, like, he listened to people. And, like, he was able to, like, voice, like, that's what made him fucking, like, well, funny. And it's they said his like parents it. are two academic college professors. Yeah. So. He's not an idiot. Most smart people aren't yeah. idiots, dude. Like, or not, not smart. Most smart people aren't idiots. <laughs> what the fuck? Most uh, comedians oh, are really, really people. smart. I, mean, I think you have sure. to be to be a good to be a you good do. comedian. Um, no, that's why Steven Crowder didn't make it. He's a fucking moron. Uh, Yet he's got all those views on YouTube. Well, see, the thing is, is like there are so many right wing grifters that just sort of like they couldn't make it in the field that they wanted to do, so they just sort of oh, a topic we could like, discuss there. Like and and I want to like I want to do J I I want to do J D Vance and I want to do right wing grift because okay like, I, I want okay. I want to see how people like, like why the hell do we keep falling for these guys like I mean I talked to somebody <laughs> in 2020 that kind of turned that into their whole thing and then they went on to the blaze and I'm like here I am stuck being an accountant and this person was on the blaze like. <laughs> What the fuck did I do with my life? Like, I make some of that petrol money. Like, like I know what the fuck I'm talking about enough, but like that I could have been there. You know what I mean? Like, but I didn't. 
and whatever. But yeah, that's because I questioned my own views, I guess. <clears throat> well, there's always going to be there's always going to be a market for slop. You know, but people, I mean, want but it's agit prop on both sides, and we kind of mentioned that earlier. Everybody does it. You've got fucking everybody out there doing it. And then it, it's like, so with that Griff thing too, you've got everybody that's like opposed to cancel culture, but nobody's like, everybody just ignores it, and then they use it for their favor when it benefits them. What are your thoughts on cancel culture? I don't like um, it. I think you like it, it or does, don't like it. I. <laughs> It's a paradox to me. I don't like it in the purity culture to get somebody to change their views. For that, I like call out or call in culture, which I know gets some flack too because you're like changing someone's way they act. But I'm like, look, if you're using, like, I have some friends that are European and they drop slurs. I'm like, hey, around me, can you not do that? And they're like, sure. You know, but I'm not going to cancel them and they're not pieces of shit and they're not. You know, yeah, they're just the joking problem, around. Prop like if the mechanism like goes after someone like more powerful, like and gets them to like change their views, it's like whatever. But like as soon as you turn that like hate, like that hate machine against like a normal person, like it's all like that's terrible. Like, like it's. Well, I think there's been a change in politics recently in the last couple of years, and I think it's starting to come out more. And I saw it last week a little bit more with the cancel culture topic that people are starting to change, like the whole idea to attack the ideas, not people. And I agree with that. Um, Rest in peace, Michael Brooks. And with the whole cancel culture thing too, I think it it's a paradox where it does affect like lower, like people on the lower scale that will lose their jobs. Like everyday working people, it'll easily affect them. Yeah, if they like, get I've, like I've seen people where it just like, like as soon as like normal people were like losing their jobs, I was like, yo, this is like but, shit feeds babies. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, you know what I mean? It's, but on the it's but the people who are loudest about cancel culture make a shit ton of money off of it, and that's what I hate about it. Like, it does exist, yeah, but both yeah. sides do it. Well, not both sides, but like every like a lot of people do it that are against it, and then they use it to profit off of shit. You know what I mean? Like everybody says they're against it, but they're really not. Like I don't know. And then they're like, "I'm canceled," and then they go on Fox News. It's like, are you really canceled? <laughs> I really need to. I really need to read like because some like. Canceling is sort of perceived as like a left wing thing. And like Yeah, it two really books is. came out. Two books came out last year that were that were left by like openly like communist authors that were very, very critical of like cancel culture. Like Ben Burgess wrote a book called Um Canceling Comedians While the World Burns. It was one of those things to where, like, we've got real things we should be doing. Why the fuck are, like, why do we care what a comedian is doing? And I think um, Peter Coffin wrote a book that came out, I think, like, like last month called, like, Cancel Culture, um, Mob Justice, or A Society of Subscriptions. Um, and they're books that I really need to get around to reading. <laughs> oh, hey! 
when you're done with that, send me that. <laughs> I want to check it out. Denji, you're like one town over. Yeah. Or, hey, man, we can go out for drinks sometime. There you go. If there's drinks. Sure. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll so get, uh, I think we're we'll about two hours, so. I think two hours is good. I think I we're agree. at a good stopping point. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to uh, Roundtown Revolt. If you like our shit and you're watching this on YouTube, hit that little bad boy for us and subscribe. If you're listening to us on a platform that you can date, please throw up a five-star, leave a comment, and engage with us.